yesterday I last night I woke up at 108 a.m. and stayed awake till 2:20 and then napped three different times from 2:20 to 3:30 and had to get up. I think I went to rough. bed at 108 a.m. <laughs> You're the one who woke me because up. Because I told you to be quiet. Only fans I told you to started, be quiet man. when you came in the bedroom. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. Hey, what's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And before we begin this episode, I am going to remind you all to tune in to our Facebook live stream draft night party. Uh, as I said on the last episode, we know it's Facebook. Quit making fun of us. But that is where we have the most followers. So we're going to be live for the entire first round of the NFL draft. As is, of course, the tradition. And as usual, we'll be inviting Dope Patrol Podcast listeners on the show to have a drink or six with us on this episode. Though today, we're going to talk about the Saints' defensive moves, specifically Kalen Saunders, Nathan Shepard, Malcolm Roach, the departures of Onimata, Ellis and Davenport, and uh, we got a special uh, happy birthday at the end of the episode that we'll talk about. So uh, on the show today, we have Wesley and James. Uh, Wesley and James, have you put your seatbelts on? Keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and are you going to enjoy this show? Yes. <laughs> to be determined. To be, all right. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's start with, uh, let's start with the, the, the guys who left. Uh... Onyemata, Caden Ellis, Davenport, when it happened, because I want you to kind of go back to when it happened before you knew we were going to pick up Kalen Saunders, Nathan Shepard, and retain Malcolm Rawls. Colin. 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 His actual, his Twitter is, it's Colin, not Kalen, is the name on his Twitter. Okay. I didn't, well, because the K, I didn't know what the, even how that, like, say, say AK's name. Camaro. Our running back, our running back. It's like Camaro. Camaro. Okay. All right. Camaro. So all right. Yeah. All right. I'll get you on one of them though. Like, there's one, there's one that everybody the one that mispronounces and misspells everybody's names. That's just because I don't know them. No. <laughs> all right. How did you feel when we lost all, pretty much our entire defensive line in one week, and I mean, you was, didn't know that we were going to pick up guys like three days later? It was kind of twofold. So I, I, I will say that before we free agency started. I was of the approach that we needed to have a complete overturn at our defensive line. As far as the, yep. the defensive tackles, at least. I think think that Onyemata has not performed up to what he should since he got his big contract and since he maybe got off the PEDs. Allegedly! Allegedly! That's ignorant! He just hasn't, he hasn't been there. And again, I wouldn't have been like opposed to him coming back if he's like, no, this is the place and they paid me all this last time and I'm going to do a team-friendly deal. The amount that he got paid, I was like, have him never never paused on for a second of whether or not we need to do that in fact i think um, the word was thank you yeah i mean it, it just clearly and then davenport is maybe the most disappointing player i've ever seen on the saints not because of like there's people who let us down and never had a bright moment but there was 
two seasons where we were like, he's the best player on the Saints defense. He just, what he does and what he disrupts, and if he just gets healthy, I, I, my bold prediction sure to go wrong, which was wrong at the start of the season, is that Davenport would play 15 games and would be the defensive player of the year. And if you would have told me he was going to play 15 games, I mean, but what we saw the two years before, if you would have said he's 100% going to play 15 games, why wouldn't he be the defensive player there? He's right. probably going to have 18 sacks. He had. But what made you think he would ever, right? Yeah. He had half a sack more than me. I mean, I was close. Almost got him. Could have done it in the last game. So, so again, sure, if Davenport wanted to stay on a $2.5 million deal with a whole bunch of incentives. Fine, right. Sure. For six games, right? But but do I really? Well, like, what yeah, I, so, hold on now. The, in fairness, just to keep fair and balanced, Davenport's impact, we've all learned over his time here. His impact was never on the stat sheet. His impact was the disruption that he Until caused. Until last year when he didn't other make guys, that. Right. Until last year when he I got right. benched. Oh, yeah, like for nobody. When, when, when we didn't have a backup up? defensive end and he just got benched. Where do you end up going? Minnesota. Yeah, like on your yeah, I think all Atlanta. Saints fans are like because Minnesota fans on Twitter were just like yeah, they gave up two first for him. <laughs> and we're all the Saints fans were like, Yeah, enjoy that. I can't wait to see the meltdown in Minnesota <laughs> about the we just basically sold them a lemon. I mean, that's what we did. Well, Not, we didn't to, sell it. To them, be but, fair, you know. they're pretty safe with the contract. I mean, they're they're on the and it's, let me it's enjoy a contract, this. it's a contract that actually makes sense for what you're risking and, okay. and all that. Can I? Can you let me enjoy this? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and again, Onyemata is the, the age that he is getting the contract. There's no way I would have wanted to give him the contract. That he no. I, and I, and let's be honest. I believe that the three players that we lost that we're going to talk about, if the saints offered them the exact same money they got from the other three places, I believe all three of them would have stayed. Let's go ahead. We talked about it a little last time. The Saints have the money to have paid all three of them if they wanted to. Right. This wasn't yep. a salary cap problem. The Saints decided to move on from Anya Mata and Davenport and not match their deals. And we're going to talk about Caden Ellis, who, who's similar but but a little bit of a different situation um, because he is talented and probably on the rise. Yeah. James, career. are you are you scared of playing against Anya Mata twice a year? Well, I if probably what if he's going I up against be. what if he's going up up against Storm yeah. Norton? So I've I've not taken a snap since 2013 um, in Britball. So I'd probably struggle to guard David on your matter, but um, n- not really. Um, I think Caesar Ruiz will do just fine with David on your matter. I think so. Yeah, I I I, I believe so too. Um, no, I don't. I don't. You know, Wesley said it. The money that 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 the Falcons threw at him, I would have been pissed if the Saints had given him the same deal right the, the, the same fans who are critical of letting him go would be the same fans that would be complaining that we overpaid yeah because in two years time that's going to look like a re- in fact it may even look like a really bad deal at the end of this season i mean on your is only good as long as he can get away with his peds well, he got yeah. the big contract and i mean he's been good for him for getting paid back like, forth, right, he's been, good for- he has been incredibly inconsistent right um i think he had five and a half sacks last year I, I might be making that up, but somewhere around there. But I think that all five and a half sacks were in three games. Like, I mean, like he, he has these big games. And how good or bad has our defensive line been the last 
two and a half, two, three years. I wonder sometimes if we don't realize that our defensive line really wasn't as good as we might have remember it being. I mean, it, there's been times where it's been bad, which means that when it was fair the last couple of years, like they're good at stopping the run. Yes. But not so good at getting to the quarterback on pass plays. So it was ranking us like fair. And we were like, yeah, they're all good. And so then we get, we, we overvalue as fans, Davenport, we overvalue on We overvalue the members of that squad, but in reality, they're all replaceable. I think it was good. The year that Davenport and Cam shared what 22 sacks between mm-hmm. them, 21 mm-hmm. sacks between them. And that's what we remember. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the saints have been really good against the run recently yeah you know, there was that stat that we hadn't allowed a hundred yard rusher for however many games it however many games it was you know so 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 you know the defensive tackles have a big part to play in yeah in that stat so then Caden uh, Ellis now that one might hurt a little bit more maybe right yeah. because we feel like there was a lot more potential there and he was so, a likable guy like everybody liked him Caden Ellis is probably the one person that of the that we're talking about that if the Saints match the deal because we couldn't match the deal. We could match it for money, but we couldn't offer him a starting job. No. Um, the Saints a few a few weeks ago committed to Demario Davis for the next few years of the way we restructured his contract. Pete Werner and Demario Davis, if healthy, are the two starting linebackers for the Saints. And there just wasn't a route for Caden Ellis to, to get on the field. And from everything we've heard, Caden Ellis deserves a shot as a starter in the NFL right now. And it just wasn't going to be here. So I, I think we could have offered him the same amount of money and he probably was, he, he wants an opportunity to go play. And he, yeah, I mean, again, that's a guy that we drafted that had a big impact last year and is going to bring us a comp pick that's about <laughs> available, about uh, what we spent on him originally. So uh, it's, it's good drafting. It's good growing a player. And, you know, he, he's got an opportunity to go somewhere else and play. Yeah. If Pete Werner or Demario Davis gets hurt, we're going to all year be going, oh, the Caden Ellis. Caden Ellis was not staying. He was going somewhere to be a starter. But on the flip side of that, he only had one good season out of four. Yeah. Healthy season out of four. Yeah. Players are assets, right? And so strategically, again, going back to the the, the, the front office and the coaching staff working together, Caden Ellis is a perfect example of, yeah, you built, like you said, this is a player who wasn't going to start on our team, but you build him up and create enough value. It's one of those that at this time, he doesn't, there's not a position for him to be a starter here. He wasn't going to stay. And um, yeah, it's one of those that in time, right? definitely may regret this season if there's an injury or if he's blowing it up. Um, and, and you know what, Jeff, there's, there's a real good chance that Pete Werner and Demario Davis both stay completely healthy the next two years, have great seasons and play amazing, both maybe make the Pro Bowl. But Caden Ellis also plays great. And people are like, well, we should have all three of them. Right. I mean, it's so, so no greedy. matter what, no, it's so no matter what, that's gonna like even if it's not the worst case scenario that somebody gets hurt and like, oh, we could have used him. It's just or Demario Davis has a, has falls right. off a cliff. I mean, yeah, people are gonna have a, a route to complain, but I think we did the right thing with Caden Ellis. We, what was he? A, he was an undrafted player, or was he sixth round or something? But, late, I mean, late round draft pick. I we're think, gonna yeah. get a sixth round back for him as a comp pick for the the contract that he went and signed. Right. So, uh, all right, now let's talk about the guys we got. Saints fans panicked. When we lost on Yamada and Davenport and, and Ellis, uh, and really like jumped to this conclusion, like as though almost the accusation, it felt like that Mickey Loomis and the team and Dennis Allen and the team 
have no plan. What are we doing? We just got rid of our entire defensive line. Now we're going to go into the season with no defensive players? As though they to, didn't to, have to, the to be fair, for, for about 48 hours, Prince Emili was the yeah. only defensive tackle on right. the roster. But, but now but, again, it but, also but, is don't you think March. It's the but, middle of March. Right. The roster and that's the thing. Like, Saints fans got really panicked and really <laughs> scared. And like maybe if we sit down and think, like perhaps decisions not to match the Onyemata deal or the Davenport deal could have been based on A, everything you've said before, and then B, that they already had a plan. Yeah, all everybody's <laughs> mock drafts was us drafting seven defensive tackles. Right, right. There was, there was multiple of those coming out. Might address where this it was the free all these defensive tackles. Right. Like this is what the Saints have to right. do now. Not that we upgraded really entirely. Like I, I'm not saying like Kevin Saunders, Colin, Colin Saunders, and Nathan Shepard are going to walk in here and be like total upgrades. Although it's not hard to be an upgrade over these two guys, but yeah. like they're not. We didn't sign all pros yet. Right. We, have, we have two guys that look like they're on the upswing of their career right and and I mean, heading in the, the right direction and doing the things that make it look like you know what you know what these two guys are they're caden freaking ellis at the defensive tackle they, oh. they sort of proved it they kind of show it there's there's something there if this person takes the next step everybody's going to know their name they're caden ellis they yeah. signed deals similar to Caden Ellis. That's what both of these guys, they're, they're in there. They're both coming off like one of their, like, I, mean, I know Colin Saunders is coming off of his best season. Yeah. Uh, Shepard might be coming off one of his better, if not his best season. Yep. Uh, well, and and, and so, been, Shepard comes from like a rotation style defensive rotation. line, which that's what the Saints do or if, did. If you worked out Shepard, like, so the, the snaps that Onyemata got more than Shepard versus what Shepard got. They basically had really close to what would have worked out to the same kind of pressures and sacks and all if Shepard had played as much as Onyemata. Shepard has a 9.2% pressure rate. David Onyemata has a 9.8%. Those are close. Let me just tell you, I think Onyemata's is going to go down next year and Shepard's will go up. So for the money, you got a younger version of maybe maybe a similar player. He, he may not have the upside that we thought Onyemata had five years ago, but you know what? That upside didn't work out. Yeah. No. I mean, and in the Saunders, Saunders, I am excited about this dude's yes. ridiculous. He's six foot tall, weighs 330 pounds, and can do a freaking backflip, can do a running somersault back handspring. That's not going to help him be good at football. Nobody's <laughs> yelling at me like, what's that got to do with football? You know what? Everything they do at the combine has almost nothing to do with football. But that guy, he's at least an athlete. He's exciting. And I tell you what, he might be one of my new favorite. Him and him and a running back that we signed, we got two fun guys that are going to be great to talk to and get quotes from. He's yeah. Fun. I mean, on the Saunders signing, the Kansas City Chiefs fans who were, were tweeting about it, you know, they've won, they've won two Super Bowls. They were really unhappy that he yep. was let go and had uh, and 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 they let him test the market. Yep. And and you know, that's that says a lot. Yeah, that's I mean, a little, he's not going to be Aaron Donald. Let's let you know, he's not going to be Aaron Donald. Nobody right. is, but He's a he's an ascending player, and I think we signed him at the right time for a fairly good deal. And and this is a guy that him and Cam Jordan together are going to be so much fun. Like the energy they have, the way they're going to play off of each other. Yeah, I tell you what, I'd love to see the two of them like do one of the side by side little interviews that you know Ingram and uh, Kamara used to do. I mean, the the two of them are going to be a lot of fun. This guy's an energy guy. He's going to be a young guy that's still going to come across as like a leader in the locker room because people he's going to make other people want to run through walls. 
Yep. And this is a guy that at the Super Bowl on media day, Frank Clark was telling everybody that's the guy. That guy, nobody knows how good he is. And honestly, like, it's probably the reason he's not with Kansas City anymore. And Frank Clark had made a joke about it. Like, oops, guess I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but, I mean, Frank Clark, one of the best defensive linemen in football, was giving him a lot of praise yeah. of y'all don't know. And we talked about it a few years ago when we had I Rankins and he didn't have the stats. But all the players were like, no, that, that's the guy that's making our defensive line good. Yeah. Rankins may not be making the tackles, but that's the guy making So he's tackles. a better Davenport than Davenport was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nathan. And the best thing about Nathan Shepard is y'all know where he's originally from, right? Canada. Fuck oh, Canada. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> we, we, so we, we finally we're, get we're, another. We're still, we're still meeting our quota, which is one Canadian. One yeah. Canadian. <laughs> no, it's been a while since we've been able to do that. So <laughs> was Delvin Bro and Onya Matter on the team at the same time? Because we would have had two. I no, no. Del Bro so. played in Canada, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's from Louisiana. But uh, who he was is, the dude yeah. with the big wide wingspan? as a defensive uh, lineman uh, from Canada. All of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that person on Twitter complaining that the Saints would only draft guys with wide wingspans on defensive, like defensive line guys or defensive ends. I don't know. Whatever. That sounds like something Sigler would do. I think it might have been him. All right. So uh, actually it was. You're right. It was him. And then complain like, oh, uh, maybe we won't do that because uh, Nielsen's not involved in Nick. Nielsen wasn't involved in those decisions anyway. Nielsen literally never dropped anybody for us. Well, that's a shame. Well, maybe. uh... (laughs) So what you're saying is that you personally don't like guys with big wink long with wide wingspans. So anyway, the department. You've gone down a rabbit hole there, literally. <laughs> All right. That's an I think we're we're pretty much at the end of this conversation, unless you guys have anything else to add to it. This sounds like good moves. I mean, you've got older veterans that have not lived up to expectations the last couple of years that we're moving on from. And God bless them. Some other teams are what looks like overpaying them, which is what you have to do to pull people to your descending organization like Atlanta. Then you've got two guys coming in that I mean exactly what we're talking about with Caden Ellis leaving. That's the kind of defensive tackles we brought in. They're young, exciting guys that look like they're ascending in their career. Really good point. And you know what? They're going to be great if they're part of a rotation here and going back and forth and staying fresh, but also one of them could take a step and like really take over and get half the snaps and and make an impact. Very good point. All right. Uh, And before we close it out, uh, we do, since we are the dome patrol podcast, and uh, we need to wish a happy birthday to uh, Ricky Jackson, who is the member of, if you don't know who Ricky Jackson is, then you must You're not be a Saints a, fan. I mean, like, I don't know what to tell you, right? He's you know, NFL Hall of Fame, Saints Ring of Honor, one of prob- arguably the best, I mean, defensive player in Saints history, definitely the best linebacker in Saints history, maybe arguably, Uh but yeah, it was his birthday Wait, this week. What about Caden Ellis? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, Ricky Jackson, uh, I would say uh then definitely one of the wore cooler Saints hats announced, than any Saint right linebacker in his anybody career. been to Club 57 in Kenner ever? No, I mean either. I was too young. Anyway, uh something interesting is that Ricky Jackson, uh, he is uh, the Saints announced and they did a little story on him because it's his birthday that he's going back and getting his college degree. Uh, because yeah, he had never actually finished college and he's wow. in his late age. He's like, eh, I want to get my degree because he wants to be a pledge to the fraternity that he belonged to 
uh, when he was in college, they have a alumni chapter. And of course you have to be yeah, yeah, have a degree yeah. to be a part of the alumni chapter. So he's, he's doing that. So good on you, Ricky. So, so which college did he go to Jeff? Uh, University of Pittsburgh. University of uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. From, uh, well, that was back in like 77 to 80. And then I, I guess he has to go back there to get the rest of his credits for everything to count and, and get it. But yeah, so he was a Pittsburgh, a pit. Graduate. They got some good podcasts up there in Pittsburgh. They sure do. I like those guys. Well, see what their team there. has good colors. What, Steelers, yellow and black? The Steelers. I mean, it's as close to black and gold as you're going to get in the NFL. Outside they they the claim States. it is black and gold. But they it do. Ain't. Yeah. We'll see. Well, we we claim that our pants are gold and they're khaki. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Look for Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. And if you want to listen to us the old fashioned way, we're on Dome Patrol podcast. Okay, bye bye, donkeys. Goodbye, Canadian donkeys. Fuck Canada. All right, fuck you, buddy. Tampa. Tampa. Tampa.